Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us today at the table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are tuning in, whether it's morning, night, noon, wherever you are in the world. We're so thankful and grateful that you are joining this podcast. We are excited about this week's podcast. It's just such an honor and such a pleasure to have guests and our friends, our pastor friends, all the way from Cebu, Philippines and what an honor it is and we're going to be introducing them to you in just a moment but first of all I just want to let you know who's sitting at the table because that's always important and uh, my right hand man is sitting next to me which is my sweetie Daryl. Daryl we're glad you're here this week. Thank you and again it's an honor to be on the podcast. You're actually sitting in Tiffany's place right? I'm in Tiffany's place and uh I have been instructed not to preach, but just to talk off the cuff. Yeah, so. and you have to be really quick and funny to take Tiffany's place. I'm not real sure about that one, but uh, you'll do well, and we'll just let you be yourself, okay? Well, I will I will be here to listen. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, You don't believe that, do you, Chris? No. No, no, no. <laughs> we wouldn't want you to. It would be a waste of space if Preacher you were inside and out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm can't sorry. help yourself. Sitting right across from me is our producer and uh, a son in the Lord, a friend, and uh, Chris, whom we have just love him and Jessica so very much. And, and what a blessing they are to women around the world. What a blessing they are to the body of Christ uh, all around the world and here in the locally in Farmington, Missouri. So, Chris, thank you again. Glad to be here. Thank you. For um, all that you do to keep uh, this podcast at the table going for us. And introduce to us who is sitting to your right. Just such a great time for you and... Yep, here visiting from Fort Worth, Texas is my uncle and one of my best friends and mentors and everything else, my uncle Kevin. Is this your mother's brother or your father's brother? Father's brother. Father's brother. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful to be here. So you're a Norman? Yes, I am. Wow, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we love love the Norman family, and Chris is, uh, he... He's an entrepreneur yes. and a business yes, owner is. in our community. Yes. Yes. has a very sharp business mind that goes yes. with him. And uh, yes. he's, all, he's a visionary. He's always looking ahead. What, what else can I do? How can I get involved in the community? Yeah. And we, we're honored that they're a part of Solid Rock Family Church. Yes, for sure. But oh, I am so honored to introduce to uh, our listening audience tonight, Victor and, and Grace. And uh, we, it, from the Philippines, and we have been honored to only be with them uh, one time, but we are definitely going back. We were with you, Victor and Grace, uh, a year ago, uh, January 2020. January 2020. That's when we first met you. Welcome to At the Table today. Yeah. <laughs> we are so glad you're here. And uh, their story is just so amazing. And... Uh, the connection that we had immediately when we met you and uh, at the well, airport that was the first time we met them it was they drove what is it three or four hours to the airport from your city yeah nearly four hours yeah they drove four hours to pick us up and we didn't even know who they were we oh, had wow. never met them before wow but what a great connection now they're son and daughter to us because 
Well, we just happen to be a few years older than than them. We're a few years older than everybody anymore. It's amazing. We were we were the young grandparents once upon a time. Once What's happened time, here? Yeah. Oh my goodness. They call, they call us uh, it's Nene and Tete, which in the Philippines is what does that mean? <laughs> Fa- um, father and mother. Father and mother. <laughs> And, and there was just such a God connection. It was such a beautiful thing. And what an honor it is that you include that in our names when you write to us and when we get to talk. What, a, what an honor it is. And we just feel that uh, kinship with you also. Um, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, we feel honored too. To have you as our nana and tata. Oh, Aww. so sweet. How is your mother doing, Grace Elizabeth? Oh, she's she's fine. She's great. Such a beautiful she's... woman. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Please tell them all hello for us. You you might tell them how Grace yes, translated helped to translate your book. Yes, Grace and Victor, you all have translated Miracle of the Breaking. And it is, yeah. yeah, it's almost ready for print. Uh, we are just so excited when you get it finished Well, and get the cover done. We, You can send it to me and we'll get the files printed on this end. And then we're going to order some for the Philippines. Excited about that. Yes, yes. Well, yes. Okay. Uh, what we want to do is... Uh, you are both pastors and pastoring the church that uh, your father-in-law and your mother, Grace, started. And uh, we want to hear a little bit, uh, Victor, about you and Grace and what you were doing before you were pastoring. And uh, so how our- you Tell us how you did not want to pastor. <laughs> yeah. You would rather support the church financially than to be the pastor. But God had a better plan, didn't he? Yes. So tell us a little bit about from where you've come, please. Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord. I was I was a seaman before. On a cruise ship. I, yeah, I work I work on a cruise ship, and uh, it didn't came to my mind that I will be pastoring a church. Uh, some of my friends told me that uh, one day I will I will be a pastor and I told them that I think it's it's impossible because I haven't heard that uh, God is calling me into the ministry and I told them maybe I can I can be a, a supporter of the church because I have a good salary that I could uh, support for the church and the pastor and uh, he told me that when the perfect time of God comes I will be pastoring a church and I said well let let, let me see <laughs> <laughs> and so there was there was this time that I I wasn't I wasn't happy on my job I am no longer happy on my job, and so I asked the Lord, "If Lord, this is is this really a calling from you? Are you really calling me into the ministry?" And I I asked the Lord that if you are really calling me into the ministry, Lord, let my in-laws 
tell me that I'm gonna leave my job because it's very hard for a man to just quit a job and you know do the ministry I need a confirmation from my in-laws and so uh, maybe a year more than a year after I asked that from the Lord my father-in-law was invited to preach in Mindanao in General Santos City uh, in a church anniversary and he told me that uh, Vic we want you to be with us so if you can take a leave so that uh, the family would go there and uh, visit also his birthplace because my father my my father-in-law was in Jinsan Mindanao and so I took a leave and uh, while we were on the boat eating our dinner my mother-in-law looks at me very strangely and I told him what's the problem is there is there any anything wrong and she told me that Vic your father-in-law is getting old and uh, I think it's time for you to leave your job and uh, be in the ministry mm. at that time I almost forgot what I asked from the Lord <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, there's something in me that I couldn't really understand the the feelings of uh, you know I'm I'm happy on the other hand I'm I'm sad because uh, it's really hard to just leave the job by that you know right. simply yeah by that by just simply leaving it and uh, I knew that being a pastor is so hard because most of the pastors in the Philippines don't have really enough money to sustain and support sure. the ministry mm -hmm. sure. yeah so I, I I asked my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and even Grace I told them that I need to go to the lavatory in the ship in the boat <laughs> where we were riding during the time because uh, I forgot to wash my hands <laughs> but when I get when I get there I face I, I, I look at my face in the mirror and I I ask God that Lord are you really calling me into the ministry <laughs> and so I asked one confirmation again I asked the Lord that if you are really calling me into the ministry let my wife tell me because my, my, my in-laws already told me to leave my job and so uh, while we were on our way to Bukidnon, my wife was sleeping beside me and she just woke up and looked at me very strangely and she told me mother was my uh, mother was right just leave your job and be in the ministry mm -hmm. and yeah during that time there there was this mixed feelings again and I asked simply in my mind that Lord if you are really calling me into the ministry give me a car a four wheels car <laughs> and in my mind in my mind I thought that it was a very impossible thing for God 
Tuhu, give me a four-wheel car. And so we we arrived in Mindanao. My father-in-law preached there. Before we leave in Mindanao, somebody asked me, he told me, Brother Vic, I know that God will be using you in the ministry. Uh, would you please come with me? At the back of their house, there was this uh, rugs and, you know, old socks that was placed there. And he told me, Brother Vic, I know that God is going to use you in the ministry. And I will give you this thing. You can use this. When he took off all those, you know, canvas that covered those things, uh, it really shocked me because... I saw a Ford sedan. Uh -huh. Ford, yeah, Ford sedan, uh, 2000 model. Uh, and uh, I really cried. <laughs> <laughs> so I you really were cried. one of those that needed a little bit of convincing, right? Yeah. yeah. And, but it's so wonderful how God took you on that journey and honored you and listened and, and and answered your prayers and confirmations because not everyone gets those large of confirmations uh victor you know to but that was a bit that was big going from a really good providing job to help the church and then going to uh a totally different world uh so yeah to speak. yeah so that was beautiful yeah, the reason why I asked the Lord three times, because uh, in my mind, there was this, you know, thought that, oh, it's really hard to be a pastor. So I asked hard thing from the Lord. And on the other hand, I just wanted to be sure that sure. God is really calling me into the ministry because this might be my, my feeling. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, you need to know for sure that it's from God. Amen. Yes, yes, That's yes. So good. And then uh, after you uh, accepted the pastorate, uh, what did you get into uh, having the the your boats and being able to take people out in them? Uh, was that before or after? Yeah, tell us about your girlfriend. Your girlfriend, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've met. I've met my my very beautiful wife <laughs> uh, in in one of the interchurches here in our place and when i saw her you were preaching yeah i were i i was i was the one preaching during that uh, fellowship even though uh i wasn't a pastor yet but god God uh, started to use me in some preaching of, you know, some churches. And when I saw her, it came to my mind that, Lord, if you have something for me to give as my partner, if you have someone that you can give me as my partner in life, I want like her, Lord. <laughs> someone like her <laughs> someone like her and she's the one yeah amen yeah but god 
God is seeing my desire and my heart. And uh, God has given me not just like her, but she is the one. Amen. And she's a beauty. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. Uh, yeah, I'm so blessed to yes, have grace. Well, I think she is really grace to me. I think you might have misunderstood me. Uh, I meant your other girlfriend, Claudia. You're both. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Grace, Grace can. Yeah, can, tell us, tell us about how. Share. Tell us about where the name came from for your boat and what you do with your boat. Yeah, we had this boat named Claudia. Um, the name actually we had a friend who helped us in building the boat. She's from Australia, and when she saw that the boat was beautiful, she asked if we could name the boat after her daughter. Yes, yes. Claudia. And uh, tell our listeners a little bit of what you do with that business because, uh, you know, I, I love Victor and how you all, you know, you went from uh, helping to support the church, you went from a, a, a profession and then you took another profession up, but then God allowed you all uh, to also have a business on the side, which is absolutely amazing and unusual uh, for pastors sometimes in your country. And so tell us a little bit about that business. Yeah, actually, uh, we are not really business-minded people. And uh, we didn't plan to have one. Mm -hmm. But after the typhoon Yolanda, uh -huh. my, yeah, since my wife uh, worked in the government as, as a teacher before, uh, after Yolanda, the government offered the government workers for a loan that has only a very minimal uh, interest. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they offered 200,000 pesos. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, when the money came in, I told him, what if we will be going to invest it in a little business mm -hmm. because money can, you know, can gone easily, can be gone easily. So she told me what kind of business. Uh, it was just a perfect time that uh, the boat of her cousin in Malapasqua Island was a little bit damaged by that typhoon Yolanda right and since since the boat was damaged and their house also in Leyte was damaged so uh, she's she's offering us the boat for a hundred and fifty that's how wow that's how the business started it is amazing so, that is amazing yeah yeah so we we bought the boat and then we we repair until until it was finished and have its launching and it's really you know it's really give us a blessing 
That is awesome. That is awesome. So how do you use the boat? What do you do? Uh, you take divers out? Is that is this correct? Yeah, we use the boat for diving and island hopping, tourist and diving boat. It's absolutely beautiful. We had the privilege of going out. You took us on before we left, and, and we had a really good time. I was a little not feeling so well that day. Uh, Pastor had been sick. Daryl had been sick the day before, and then I, I wasn't feeling too well that morning. But uh, but it was beautiful, it absolutely. Was. And you had lost yeah. your other you'd lost your other boat just the week before, in another uh, typhoon, correct? Yeah, typhoon Ursula. We lost that boat completely. Yeah. Un until today, we haven't. The other one. Yeah, until today, the, the other one, the boat jiggy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how COVID affected your church mm -hmm. and your region and what you did during COVID, how you continued to reach out and yes. minister to people. Uh, actually, I, I keep on encouraging people and even in our community that God's economy will not be affected by the world's economy. Amen. And God's system of economy is different from the world and so uh we encourage our people even our church members to plant vegetables to be busy in planting vegetables so that it could help them in surviving this pandemic mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. yeah that is so good so true that during during lockdown, we the church also gave some food packs to the community and to mm -hmm. our church members. Amen. How is how are things going right now? Uh, uh, things trying getting back. When I say normal, I don't think anything should ever be normal. I think God just keeps moving. Uh, but how are you all doing and are things opening up in your country? Yeah, we're still having, we are always having church services during Sundays. Good. And of course, we're following the health protocol, wearing masks, um, having that alcohol and social distancing. Although social distancing is not much being followed because the church is not that big and we had two services on Sundays. We divided the people so mm -hmm. that we will not be crowded. Actually, there are three services, one in the afternoon because of the children. Uh -huh. Children okay. are still coming. Yeah, children, oh, you good. cannot, you cannot, you cannot say to the children, do not come. They will come. And so we <laughs> have services for them in the afternoon that's, oh, that's good that's really good well we're so glad that things are going on grace are you still uh going uh, into cebu uh teaching what are you doing right now yeah i actually even during the lockdown yeah we only had lockdown for about a month and then after that we, I started reporting for, during that time, it was a skeletal um, workforce. workforce only, and I reported 
and it was fearful because you don't know you don't see the enemy but then god is very good all the time to have protected us from this unseen enemy amen well so good and up to now, yeah up to now i'm still reporting every still, day still going in <laughs> reporting every day now yes that's right yeah now do you are you staying in cebu during the week i can't remember are you going back and forth no i'm here in our place okay yeah um, yeah okay well it, it is so good it is so good to get to see you it is so good to get to talk with you for a few minutes hi there how are you <laughs> I, I see you sneaking back there which one which one of the girls is this Haley Haley yeah our young youngest oh so good to see you Please tell all your friends that we said hello from Missouri in USA. Uh, just a couple more things before we let you go. But uh, I would just really like to know uh, a little bit about uh, how the community is doing in in, in your, your area. Because tell us where you're at a little more when we... When we say Cebu, everybody thinks of the city, but the area where you're at, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we're in the province, our, the island of Cebu, the whole island is called Cebu province and the city is, there are five cities, I think in the province of Cebu and one of them is Cebu city. In our place, we are in the northernmost part of the province. Uh, Dan Bantayan. And actually, for us, the church is not, in our services, we are not that much affected. Uh, the churches in Cebu, they are affected because they don't have these services every Sunday. And of course, people could not come and give their tithes, and they had this hard time paying the rent of their churches but here in our place we are not that much affected because our members are mostly farmers fishermen so yeah that's it's not that's not interesting very hard for them yeah that's interesting the difference between the yeah and as of as of as of today the life of the people here are most likely uh, going back to normal. Uh, there's no lockdown that are implementing as of now, so that are implemented. So it's, it's, it seems like a normal life here in the province seems mm -hmm. like back to normal. Good. That's so good. good. Yeah, but there are, there are some protocols that we need to observe for us to be safe always. Yes. Well, we, we uh, Daryl and I are just so excited to have you on this program. We're so excited to be able to uh, just talk with you a few moments and to let people that are listening, there's a lot of people that have been to the Philippines before, 
Uh, there are those that don't know anything about the Philippines except that you uh, are a country out there, but you're full of beautiful people. The Philippines has a very large Christian community, yes. if I'm correct. I know that where you're yep. at, you told us there were very few people that come to your end of the island and that we were the first uh, women's conference that you would have and didn't normally have seminars in your area. And so we were so honored to get to come to your area. And uh, looking forward to that again, you had a really good turnout for your pastors to come in and leaders, and that was, that was amazing. And so we are very grateful for that. But the Philippines yeah. as a whole, as we understand it, is uh, a, a pretty much a Christian nation, Christian is this true? Yeah, a Christian nation, a Christian country. Yes, we really, uh, when we went back to Cebu uh, uh, and we stayed there for the night, we ran into some young people uh, yes. that were in, that were there, you know, that, that uh, uh, your room attendants, your uh, people working in yes. the restaurants and around that were Christians. And it was just such a delight to talk with them. But, but the, down in the area where you're at, in the fact that uh, you're affected in different ways, but uh, God is uh, sending people your way to minister to your congregation, to those pastors that are out on the little islands and out. Uh, you were able to bring several of those in, and so that was really a lot of fun. And the women that came in, what a glorious yeah. time we had. It was so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, we, we also enjoyed your company. We also enjoyed your teaching. Very, very good teaching. We are so blessed by your so blessed. Uh, conference here in our place. And yeah, we're, we like it very much to happen once again. It will. It will. We, it will should, happen we again. will. Very soon. Very soon. We're going I, to do it. I think it's not just once again, but every year we can do that. That would be nice. We that, should. We, we, not, would, we awesome. would love to do that. We would schedule it every year. Yeah. Yeah, we will ask the Lord to do it every year. Yeah. Hey, Victor, you've got a good relationship with God. He seems to whatever, you know, you go right ahead. You talk to him about it, okay? Oh, yeah. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> Chris or Kevin, is there anything you guys you want to add to the? Oh, no, I've enjoyed listening. It's been great. Yeah. Well, we're going to, before we go off, uh, we would like to ask you, Pastor Victor, if you would just pray over the listeners that uh, hopefully some in the Philippines, we do have people in the Philippines that are listening, but we also have altogether about 40 countries uh, that are listening to At the Table with Darlene. And there are people out there that maybe feel a call of God upon their life, but uh, they're not really sure. But I believe that God, if we're living in this day and time, there is such a purpose. Whether we're business people, there's a call of God upon their lives. Whether they're teachers, and God knows we need, we need teachers that are called by God. There are those that are in different places of government uh, that need to answer the call. Not necessarily to pastor, but to, be, to listen to the call of God that he has upon their life. And so I'd really like for you to pray to those that, for those that are listening today and that God will just speak to their hearts and that they will know that they were chosen, that they are called to do what they are, uh, what they're here on this earth to do for such a time as this. Because uh, there are open doors. There are things that we couldn't do 
a year ago or two years ago, but we have the privilege to do now. And so would you yeah. pray, Victor, for those that are listening, please? Yes, 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 sir. I'm, I'm happy and so honored to pray for that. And uh, yes, praise the Lord. We will, we will pray. Will you, will you just now close us out yeah. in prayer? Yes, yes. Uh, let's pray. Okay. Our most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we are so blessed to be in a table for with Darlene today and we are so blessed uh, to call them as our parents, father and mother relationship. We thank you for these wonderful people that you have sent to us. Lord God, you have seen what is happening right now all over the world, even in the Philippines. Lord, we know that you have seen everything and you control everything that are happening, Lord. And so we come to you this morning here in the Philippines uh, and day in U.S. We come to you uh, with a humble heart, knowing that we cannot do anything apart from you. Lord, you know and have seen people that are struggling today in whatever areas, maybe in relationship, maybe in businesses, maybe in finances. Father, you have seen their struggles right now. Maybe some are struggling today with some stress and depression father i pray that you would reach them and touch them in the name of jesus may your ministering angels will be ministering them today lord and we ask for your blessing we ask lord that you would give us your wisdom so that we can discern lord god correctly what is really happening in our country and in the whole world today and we ask your blessing also lord bless this podcast may your blessing overflows yes, and so lord use our tatai and nanai to expand your territory even in this podcast lord and thank you for for being with us uh, today we ask you lord to always guide us and lead us lord god into a way of righteousness that we can always be doing the thing that you wanted us to do father we commit everything unto you and we we are hopeful and we are so blessed lord that we have god in us that is able to help us and everything that we are we are experiencing right now we thank you and as we close this program lord we thank you once again for giving us this opportunity to to see these wonderful people that you have brought to us we bless you lord and we thank you for answering all our prayers lord maybe there are that we there are some that we are not uh we are we are not reaching as of this time but lord uh reach them yes and touch them in the name of jesus we thank you and we give you all the glory the honor and praise lord in the name of our lord jesus christ 
Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us at the table with Darlene today. And until the next time, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.